This is the Dr. Jojo, GA Center Patreon Leaderboard Champion, and you are listening to the Escape Podcast. The show was recorded in front of a live Twitch audience. The FDA has identified several new side effects associated with taking the Escape Podcast. These include llama drama, waving your arms around and causing somebody to spontaneously explode, praying to R and Jesus, heli no bueno, and the urge to obey. If any of these happen, a doctor will see you soon, TM. Take it away, boys. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Podcast. Yes, we are a day late in recording this, but it also means we have a jam-packed episode. Just when you thought we got out of Conquest, they pulled us back in. Conquest 8 begins in a few days, and they have made several fixes to the feats. How did we do in Conquest 7? We'll look back at it together. Both Paul and I found different guests this week, so we have a double incoming transmission. First up, recent Swaga retiree Lazy Turtle joins us in our first incoming transmission. We will talk about his decision to walk away from Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes like so many others have recently. And find out what he's going to do for the future of his channel. Then in our second incoming transmission, we bring back Blue Eyes of Good Morning Korriban. We check in to see if he's still loving the dark side. And ask if his partner Sturm is still winning with Finalizer. We also talk about how guilds handle it when beloved members leave. Heli and the Noob's final run of their current episode is this week. And Patreon's choice is always on the bridge. All this and breaking news, as and if it happens, on a Saturday. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast news. I did the cardinal sin there just uh, just a moment ago. I didn't turn on the mics. And welcome into a Sunday episode of the Escape Podcast. Um, yeah, because Saturday worked so well for us, didn't yeah, it? Exactly, exactly. So you heard Saturday in the intro, but we're actually recording this on a Sunday. That is why it's a little bit delayed. We apologize. But, Neil, give us the open. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our first Sunday episode of the Escape Podcast. I'm your host, Nev, and as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul. Paul, how are you doing this Sunday? (laughs) TGIS. TGIS, yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, things that we said Saturday that we wanted to do some quick acknowledgments on, um, it was Doctor. Um, it was Doctor JoJo's birthday. We wanted, uh, who is a amazing original supporter of this show. We wanted to wish him a happy birthday, and I also gave a shout out to Tallest Forever on uh, in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes for putting up an amazing fight and actually clearing my executor. 
Um, they said that they did it uh, with Rebels with a finalizer cleanup. So congratulations to them. Wonderful job um, in that. So Ran B says that I am going down in fantasy football. I play Ray Rock right now, Ran B. I don't play you in fantasy football. And you guys, it, the Browns are playing at the halfway point of this show. It's amazing. It's amazing that uh, um, that I actually agreed to this. <laughs> So, Neil, what about you? What any any shout outs from this past week? Um, no, nah, not really. Um, my my uh, previous two um my previous two competitors uh pretty quiet. My, my last one didn't even have an SWGOH.GG account, so I, I didn't have any history on him whatsoever. None, no history. Uh, it's it, it's really weird. It's gone kind of quiet on on my front. Um. Uh, uh, when I was around the 5.3, 5.4 mil GP mark, I was coming across a lot of competitors that were, you know, friendly and talkative. And we talked in chat and even did a couple of live matches. But ever since I've crossed the 5.6, it's weird. I, I've come across like a, a cluster of competitors um, that just keep themselves to themselves. I mean, a lot of them are um, foreign based. I have faced a lot of foreign-based competitors. Um, faced a couple of um, uh, Far Eastern um, competitors, a couple of uh, European competitors, and several Russian competitors. So there's going to be language freeze in there that stop us from communicating with each other. By the way, I'm an asshole. It was Dr. Uh, Feelgood's you? birthday, not Dr. JoJo's birthday. Oh, yeah, Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> birthday uh so I, I apparently now owe him a pony i will find a way to get you a pony dr feelgood so yes you want a pony go vote for vermin supreme <laughs> no he I, I will i will actually uh find a way to get dr feelgood a pony now that i've screwed everything up <laughs> so as we were talking about saturday when everything started to glitch out conquest seven came and went how did Conquest Seven treat you, Neil? Um, just grindy, really, really, really grindy. Um, a, a, an unbelievable time. Maybe not for Sector One. Um, I was given um, guides. That, that the guides for Sector One, I had exactly what was needed in order to follow the guides to complete all of the feats minus the bounty hunter feats for sector one. So sector one wasn't an issue for me. It was sector two, three, four, and five that were just an unbelievable sink and uh, too many crystals. The fresh rate um, for energy was too long and it cost too much. See, I only, once I how many times did you refresh? I only refreshed twice. And I think I, I refresh, I spent, I spent 400 crystals refreshing in that first five days. But after that, I, I was done. I, wow. I wouldn't, I will not touch I was 200 refreshes. I, I can't, I, I don't have a roster that wins every single time. Right, but no, no, I'm talking. I didn't complete. I didn't complete Conquest Seven. I didn't even get to uh, Jedi Master Luke. Yeah. Okay. Or, right. or uh, no, that, no, Jedi, uh, Jedi Master that Kenobi. What I I did get. I mean, I I didn't get past Jedi Master Kenobi. That was the only battle that I didn't do. Um, but I would be in sectors, 
and I wasn't getting the team. So I would look at a guide and a guide would say, use this team and use it against this squad. I never got that squad. So someone would be like, oh, you use this squad against Phoenix or against Bad Batch or against the Geos or against the Separatists. And in that entire sector, I never got that squad. So I'm using the squad that is in the guide in order to get the feet, but I could never find. So I was looking for teams close to it, approximate to it. It wouldn't work. I would lose. So there's 20 energy gone, and then I would have to change my data cards. So that's 27 energy gone, mm. or, or or 30 uh, or 34 energy gone straight away with no victory. So I'm losing 34. Let's say hypothetically, I have to change right. two data discs. Okay, so I lose the battle. There's 20, and then I've got to change two data discs. There's 14, and then I've got to go into the battle again. There's another 20. So 54 energy in order to win one battle. And you only get 144 from a refresh. So I've used more than one third of my energy. No, you only get 120 in a refresh. Yeah, no, I, what I mean is it goes up to 144. Right, right. So, so it goes up to 144. I see the 140, or you know, between 140, 144, and I go in to start doing things. I lose one battle. And then in order to, re, to win, so I'm spending 54 energy to win one battle. And like I said, that's one third of your energy. That's ridiculous to have to use what 54 energy just to win one battle. You lose one and you have to change, you lose because you can't win. So you do what is this, you know, you do what is necessary to win that battle. You either change your faction or you change your data cards. Yeah. I'm so yeah, Bodhi, uh, too, just too much of a time saver. <laughs> Bodhi is saying that uh, that uh, end all be all has a good um, has a good guide. So we'll, we'll yeah, I, we'll I've, try I've watched it. his video. I've watched his video, and I have read his guide. And his is the one that I'm planning on attempting because if you go all the way to the end of end all be all's table. Mm-hmm. I actually tried to get him on as a guest so that he could talk about this. I really, really well, wanted let's, to get him on. Let's try for him next week. I tr- we'll try for him next week. Yeah, definitely. Um, but down the down the far right column, um, it says what uh, characters you need. But what he does is he provides options. So he doesn't say in order to get these feet to use this squad, he actually has like two or three options for different characters and different factions and different squads that you can use in order to achieve a, the same block of feats. And that's why I want to try, uh, that's why I'm going to try Endels. So uh, yeah, next for, for Conquest 8, I'm going to try Endel Beals and see if my squad can do what his guide is suggesting. Yeah. So let's look at the, um, let's look at the changes really quick uh before we get to the changes apparently we're getting the um we're getting a malevolence galactic chase yeah that's that's rubbish that's absolute crap that but uh okay so here's the here's the feats that apparently were bugged thermal exhaust are now properly unresistible um when you throw thermal detonators in, in conquest. 
Sector 1 boss fight now properly counts the number of stuns needed for completion. Defeating enemy summoned units now counts towards the grand victory and conquest. Uh, enemy is defeated by post-transformation Papa Palps and Jedi Master Luke now properly count towards the grand victory feat in conquest. I, I'm surprised that made it through. Um, updated the description of opportunistic support data disk to match its functionality. I don't even think I saw that one. I don't think uh, that was one I paid attention to. Uh, Deathmark from Darth Revan's leader ability of Lord of the Sith now counts towards the Sector 5 feet marked for death. Who let that one through, Neil? Who let that one through? That that would be one that I, I would be after straight away myself for for that feat Stun yeah, yeah but you'd only get you'd only get two death mark off if you're lucky and you need 10 yeah uh supreme leader kylo ren's stasis strike allows uh counts for stunning tactics again a galactic legend that you would use to get and it wasn't counted wow uh, fixed an issue that caused Geonosian Spy to gain turn meter from the data disk critical debuffs. That one I'm a little... I mean... Sorry, sorry say, say that one again. Fixed an issue that caused Geo Spy to gain turn meter from the data disk critical debuffs. It, I mean, oh, right. okay. his kit says I, I, I when did, they gain a debuff... Mm. I, I, yeah, no, I, that, that, that is, the, the, there is a data, there's a data card. Um, cause I had it. Uh, one of the, uh, all of my data cards were to either make my squad get a buff or get immunity from something and put debuffs on them. So I had two data cards. I had the caustic emissions yep. to put DNT burn. <laughs> and I also had the one that puts critical, critical chance down and crit damage down on my opponent as well um although somebody told me if you've got crit crit damage and uh, crit damage immunity um a crit damage down debuff on your opponent is kind of a moot point um i got into a big argument with someone over that the the, the data card that you have only stops it for the first two turns at the beginning of a match. Right. And that's why I was arguing. I would, you know, this one, every time they take a turn, it makes them, it makes it down. So yeah, sure. I've got immunity for the first two turns, but after those first two turns, I need that debuff yep. um, in order for my squads to survive. So um, yeah, uh, I, I've got a written down list of all of the data cards that I had before that worked, um, so I'm going to be going for those same data right. cards. Here's one that kind of sounds like a tip when they put it in there. The consumable initial frenzy tech now counts towards the Sector 3 feet relentless frenzy. That actually sounds like a tip. <laughs> yeah, no, that one's in Endor Beals. He says that if you get that, you'll, you'll, you'll clear it in one battle. Yeah. And the if, you, if you buy that consumable, you can c c clear that feat in one go. And the description of Conquest feat wreak havoc now matches its functionality. Now reads attempt to inflict 250 debuffs instead of inflict 250 debuffs. So now all you need to do is attempt. So as opposed you, so you don't need to get the debuffs and win. You just need to get the debuffs. Well, I don't know about the win portion, but it does say attempt to inflict 250 debuffs. 
Cool. Yeah, no, no. If, if you remember in, in in Conquest, in Conquest five, six, and seven, uh, so in Conquest four, five, and six, the marked, you only had to mark. You didn't have to win the battle. Because if you remember, I pointed you in the direction of the General Grievous match. You would let your General Grievous get below 50% stamina, and then you would put your separatist droids in. Grievous would get pounded. And then he would put marked on one of the droids and you'd just do that over and over. You didn't need to get the win. You just needed to repeat that battle maybe three, uh, three or four times. Mm -hmm. And it would give you the, it would give you the 20 marks, 20 marks that you needed. Yep. So, all right, let's take a quick break because we started a little bit late. We are running a little bit behind as well, but uh, we, we swapped up things. Um, so we're going to have Mikey Blue Eyes on first, and then Lazy Turtle will be at the top of the hour. Uh, Jack Lambeau, thank you very much for following the stream and following the channel. We appreciate that. Um, but yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to take a break, and on the other side of this break uh, will be Mikey Blue Eyes from Good Morning Corban. Hope you guys uh, will join us for that right here on the Escape Pod Cast. in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking bot, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash The Escape Pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy and I approve this message and am compensated 
for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy Offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the Escape Podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Podcast. We want you join the GAC chain gang today. This is the commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion and the leader of the GAC Chain Gang. I am sending out a call to action for any Swago content creators on Twitch who would be willing to broadcast their GAC attack rounds alongside some of our best, including Mr. Jigabachi, Dr. Zeppers, Rico1982, and the Bounty Honeys. What is the Chain Gang, you ask? We are an amazing group of content creators who are dedicated on streaming the Grand Arena Championship attack rounds on Twitch. The idea is to provide continuous content back-to-back from one streamer to the next and allow the viewers to enjoy more Swago content as well as enjoy the variety of streamers that are currently present in the group. If you are interested in joining the Chain Gang, please reach out to myself on Discord at AndyBeads, hashtag 7465, or you can send us a message on our Twitter page at ChainGAC. Join us today. We have your back. Receiving incoming transmission. Welcome back into the show, ladies and gentlemen. Our next guest is one half of the wonderful Star Wars podcast, Good Morning Korriban. They are an avid sports fan, and I think they tie me for the, you know, biggest hockey fan in content creator world of Galaxy of Heroes. We always love the opportunity to sit down and talk to this guy about his love of the dark side. He is a true heir to the Sith throne. Without further ado, he actually has a very special message for all of you. I turn it over to him for that message. Padawans, I present to you Mikey Blue Eyes. Morning, <laughs> so <laughs> Zoom thought that you had uh, uh, that it was background noise and filtered it out, but we got the we got yeah. the end. We got the end. I don't know, I don't know how to, I if we do. It, you know what's funny is like we basically have a recorded intro that is one that didn't tap out on the sound. I don't know what I do <laughs> at the end there, but I'm. 
I, apparently annoying to microphones as well. I'll say all that, but yeah, it, it happens on quite a regular basis. So, yeah. Well, Mikey, how you been, buddy? Everything's been good. What's going on? I'm, I'm just living the dream out here, as they say. You know, <laughs> one 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 day at, one day at a time out here in uh, Cali, buddy. It's it's been an interesting COVID ride and. I think last time we talked, there was was there was no COVID. Was there COVID? Yeah, yeah. It was last last July, so we were in the middle. Okay, it was okay. Yeah, it's been a while, but all right. Yeah, it's been good, man. Just I'm back in coaching. Hockey seems to be opening back up again. So, you know. I don't know. I don't know who your favorite team is, but it probably wasn't the, the Lightning. I'm assuming. No, so. no. It, it, my, my team. My team used to be good. My uh, team yeah. used to be oh, good. Yeah. I, I don't have my wallet. I'd show you. I'm actually a card carrying Red Wings fan. Oh, so. there you go. There you go. I, don't, don't tell your dad. I won't. <laughs> so, my buddy I coached with was from Detroit, so we would always have major conversations about you know how good you know your franchise was compared to my franchise. So, So, um, let's remind people, uh, where you come from. Of course you do, you host the show. Good morning, Cora Ben, but let's talk about your account right now and then we'll get into the show. And also we, there was a, um, another story that we wanted to talk about as well. Um, where, where's your account at these days? Um, I'm sitting at about 7.4 or 5. You know, I'm, 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 let me look up real quick. I didn't know you were going to ask this right off the bat. I wasn't ready for you. So let me hear. Uh, well, you probably like know how many point. GLs you have. Yes, I have everyone. I have everyone but the new Lord Vader, and I don't have – I probably will never get GL Luke. I have the other, what, three, four? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're – you're the Dark Lord of the Sith on 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 the podcast, but you don't yep. have Vader. No, I I had not. I so so this is the story behind this. As my my biggest gripe with the whole last two GL release is that I wish they would have just released them at the same time, and that that seems to be to me one of the major things they messed up on because I've always been able to get the Dark Side GL. And, you know, my issue was, was, was I had people close, I guess, to the GL Kenobi. And at the end of the day, I was like, everyone's, you know, GL Kenobi is like just a monster. Then they did a rework on him recently that apparently makes him even more of a monster. So now Kylo teams, like basically the only team that I was told that can beat him now is pretty much Luke GL wise. So, you know, I went for GL Kenobi just because I thought it was a necessity and that was the first. And then I had Ray because there was nobody else, but it's my race still not ultimated. So it's just like, I, I made this whole mess of not, you know, understanding that the next GLs were not going to be released at the same time. And that's, I don't know what you guys think about that, but to me, that is the major thing. It's like, why would you release them staggered? Like what? That doesn't the first time like to make more money. I don't know. There's a lot of conspiracy yeah, theories out there. To make, yeah. They, they released them one at a time. Yep. Again, yeah, the, the, all, all future ones will be released one at a time, and then they know that the the whales and the krakens will um, go for them because yeah. they're making. Think about it. If you make the requirements infinitely steeper, yeah, right, it's the, the the same amount of relic level requirements to get both Ray and Kylo for Lord Vader and GK roughly. 
It's not yeah. that far off. So the same amount of resources to get two GLs, the two earliest GLs, is the same for either one of the yeah. two latest yeah. GLs. Yeah. So they're still getting the same amount of money because they've increased the requirements. If yeah. they released both GK and Lord Vader at the same time, the, the people that bought them both by staggering them might not necessarily have bought them, yeah. spent yeah. the money on them. Exactly. And that's, I'm at 7.38, by the way, I'm almost 7.4 for the, to, to just to answer that question. I never you, answered. You and I may yeah, get I matched up then. I, I'm, I'm at uh, 7.25. Oh, okay. So we're okay. <laughs> so you've been going, you know, and I've been in some like dark areas with this game recently, like, like, and then they did the whole thing with mall and they changed the requirements for that. And then the whole Ahsoka giving us less for, you know, for Ahsoka, the last comp. Well, how, how'd you do, how'd you do this last one? I, for personal reasons, I did not do as well. Uh, there are some things I have been going through in my life that I didn't really have time to do them, but, um, you know, I was doing okay with it, but you know, I had friends of mine like Sturm and some of these hiring guys like, um, Schwinn, one of the big guys who plays for the uh, wolves team or wolves, whatever it is. Uh, I don't even think he was able to get him and he's got an eight something account. He's like, you know, he's crushing it. Right. So I think he unlocked Lord Vader on day one. So, you know, like he wasn't even able to get, I think, Max. The, the red box. Somewhere. Wow. Yeah. I don't, and I, I can't remember his reasoning. He was on the Discord and he, he mentioned it in passing. But yeah, um, I was doing okay. I, I actually had some of the teams that might have been able to get it. I, I, I might have been able to make a push for it. But yeah, Sturm was two away. And most people were one away at least. So yeah, I, I was three, I think. I ended up three. But I didn't even get to finish the whole thing. Like I, I beat Maul, and then I faded off into the sunset on the last tier there. So, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think I got a few battles into Sector Five, and it was like, <laughs> oh, was it? Okay, yeah. I didn't even. I honestly didn't. I, like I said, I had some personal reasons, like some serious personal. Reasons, so I, I didn't get a chance to. Like we actually didn't do. It was the first week ever that we skipped a week of the podcast. Mm. So that was the first time it ever happened in, in 69 episodes. So, so it was, it was a rough week, but you know, like, yeah, I, I and, and then some of the requirements for this guy, like, I just, I don't know, like I actually had my bad batch ready to go because I heard a lot of rumors, but you know, just that, like, I think there was a relic eight tune, like the, the arc trooper relic eight, like, like, come on, man. Like, I, and, and if you got enough to get Kenobi, like you got nothing left when it comes to all the relic materials. Like you, you know, you're basically using all your relic materials to get one. And then they, bam, they released the other one. And much like Nev said, like, it's just like, you're not gonna, you know, what? Come on, man. Well, like, you're, I, you're, you're, I am you know, working I, on like, the Bad Batch right now. Oh, and yeah. not for Lord Vader, for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you like the yeah? Do you, you like the series? Do you well, big series? Fan? It's it's not more about the series. It's I yeah. want to free up. I want to see how they do with Reek. Okay. I want to free up the the five zero first clones. I want to see how the Bad Batch will will do once Omega yeah. and everybody's ready to go. I want to see it, man. I, it should be fun. Yeah, I I mean it's. You know, like the I think the thing that kills me the most is that that BY Wing Starfighter or whatever. I, I don't even have that one seven star I'm working on. I'm almost got oh, seven star. Well, you know me, I'm the <laughs> ship guy. I love my ship. Yeah, you love ship. Yeah, and I and I'm dark side and I you know, I, I you know, and I made a decision to go for Vader instead of the executor or whatever it is, the is executioner what what else called? Like I think executor. The ship, the the new uh the new ship they got. The, the, the executor, yeah. Executor, yes, okay. 
So I, I have not even attempted for that. Sturm got that. Um, I think Sturm's working on Vader too. I mean, it's just, and you know, you know, it's just like he's Sturm's a huge first order guy. And he's doing his whole, well, you know, my first order team with, uh, uh, who is it? The zombie and uh, uh, the other one. He's, he's got some weird team that could be. Acolyte. Uh, yes. Zomb- zombie, Acolyte, and Slacker. Yeah. And that he was using that to beat these Kenobi teams. And since the rework, he's like, I can't even beat him. Like, he can't. Like, I have Luke, he said, because he has Luke. But he said, other than that, like, because it pisses me off because he's a huge First Order guy. Yeah. He rage quit. Is- he rage quit last time because First Order couldn't beat uh, Revan. So I don't know. Can can he beat? I mean, just recently, my executor got two tapped with a finalizer cleanup. Is he able with his finalizer maxed out like it is? Is he beating the executor, or did he have to bend the knee? He's never shown it on the podcast, but I believe he says he can beat it <laughs> with it. He he says it's really good on offense, but I think when it comes to defense, like there's some weird rebel combination of ships that I don't have that I think can beat that new ship's combo, right? From what I understand. There's some uh fish face guy. What's his name? I was, I'm so bad with names. Uh the guy it's a trap. Yes, thank you, sir. <laughs> Uh, that's the one that like I think there's some kind of rebel like some kind of rebel team yeah there's a rebel fleet with a finalizer cleanup is how I I was defeated just this past year as I mentioned that's that's the one that seems but yeah I think Sturm said he can do it I think he said he can do it I, I, I want him to show me it and you know, us on the podcast is a mess because we're we're always going off on tangents and rants and, you know, talking about Star Wars shows. And, you know, we went into the whole uh, the new rework for KOTOR. You know, they came out with that. Like, <laughs> is it going to be a new game? Is it going to be just better graphics? We got into that a little bit. So we, we kind of try to cover everything Star Wars. So, yeah. You guys heard about that, right? Oh, yes. Or, the the yeah. um, Nev's excited because it'll be on PC. Oh yes, I was. I was. I was excited. I'm. I'm. I'm not as excited because it's not brand new. Because it's just a rework or what? No, no, no. I'm. I'm not as excited because of the. I'm. Uh, it's a bit like uh, my. My concern is the uh, the writing for the story. Uh, um, the person that the uh, the person that Bioware have employed to write the story is inexperienced yeah. and. It needs an experienced writer. I, I made the same argument for Bryce Dallas Howard regarding directing yeah. Star Wars. My argument is, if she, you know, if she does like, if she does lots and lots and lots of episodes over different series for like three, four years, then boom, she's going to be ready to do a, an entire series herself. Yeah. Um, it's exactly the same situation with the writer for the rework of the game they've hired someone with little to no experience whatsoever um and i think that when you're dealing with a franchise as big as kotor um that you know it needs someone with experience and gravitas and and bioware have hired you know a writer that does not have the prerequisite level of experience um, Mary to, J's uh, asking you know, for your source on that, Neil. Yeah, because I was, I was, what, what I've read thus far is that it's a remake of the 
of some of the original content for the game with better graphics with maybe some add-ons you're saying you see, if, it, if it's if it's if it's a straightforward if it's a straightforward rewrite then there's very little writing you just keep the same yeah. story which is kind um, of what so, I, that's why i thought it, i don't know I, you heard something else right I, i'm curious now yeah I'm, cur- like, I'm curious as well because i mean I, I can see them adding on like content with new planets maybe or like expanding because you know like you know like, i can't remember specifically we were talking about this in the podcast and there was there's a couple times when they mention other scenes for other things that have happened and like or lore and even in the in the mmo game so i mean that maybe they'll run with that and make it a whole new graphics thing but like i like i, I was told it was just a remake with better graphics that's what that i mean uh, that's what i'm hoping for that it's yeah. just a, a, a flat remake yeah. and not a um re-envisioning yeah you know like they you know for example with um um mass effect is like well to, my, my concept is is with the graphics that they have for mass effect if you could do a trap like an open world type of travel you know like i didn't really like the last one the andromeda whatever hell it was the one that they had on uh the, the the most recent one that one was okay but the original three mass effects that was also bioware that to me is like that would nail it home wise with graphics and like open world travel and and just the way that they would do that type of if it's bioware right because bioware did mass effect so that, well, that would nail it because the thing, the thing, the thing with Kotor is, um, I mean, let, when we say re, we don't like mean like so all of the video cutaways, all of the video scenes, the cutaways that are in the story, right? They don't. It's not like that. We want better graphics and carbon copies, you know. So we put, right, right, right. But, you don't have to be, but right. something, something similar, you know, right. that th- they can make it more cin- cinematic. They can make it yeah. more thematic. They yeah. can make it with better better backgrounds smoother graphics more so side story, exactly yeah. so the, right. so it's so it's subtle changes so if there's a so like for example the scene you know scenes that have got like pastilla and 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 other characters in it and and you can't you're seeing that jerky movement we, on like we a, just need Earth to voice those it, yeah, yeah it, it's gonna you know hopefully they just kind of like expand on it and make it look you know make right. that, that storyline look better because right. For, here's the thing people that have played it are going to play it again anyway and people that haven't played it are going to play the new one right and right. think wow this looks awesome right whereas fans that have already played it are going to play it knowing what the story is right. but appreciating the better look the, but the wanting better something a deep down side wanting something a little bit more so like i'm a big final fantasy guy so you remember when they remade final fantasy 12 Yes. You guys play Final Fantasy? So, not so played what, it, no. Not a Final Fantasy. Not, uh, uh, I mean, I, I'm a Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3 fan. Okay, so they... My, well, they was, remade I 3, well, technically 6. Right. But so, for 12, because I, I started with 7, that's kind of like when I joined the military, I had a buddy that was in the Marine Corps with me, and he got me playing them because i was like what the hell is final fantasy i was always just sports and this and that (laughs) he got me kind of addicted to seven and then i i followed it after that but when 12 came out like 12 changed the whole game for me because i loved the way that the sequencing was 12 because it was like the first active rpg kind of thing where you could like actively play things on the screen and then when they did a remake of it and they came out with it i bought on the switch and it was awesome because they better graphics right uh the storyline was decent but that you know the thing that got me was the gameplay like all the side quests I had so basically um when they redid it they added a few things right with the better graphics with with some of the um with some of the characters you can get the i forget what they call them the El- elbalons where the hell they are what are the things you can get that make you the 
Once again, terrible with names. Anyway, oh, man, they, they, I, I'm trying to remember. It's like Materia from Seven, but yes. Yeah, it's just, it's like they were like some kind of gods that came out and they just whooped on things. And it was like, it was really cool. And he, he had to go unlock them and they're really hard with all these dungeons and all this and that. So like, like to me, if it was like 12 where they add some stuff, some dungeons and a couple of things and didn't really mess with it, I mean, I, that, that would work for me. I mean, I, in, in my head as a theorist and the fact that like, I love Star Wars and I write things and this and that, like I have a whole new third one you could make that would just <laughs> rock socks and just kick ass. But you know, that was, I was big in the gaming back in the day. So I, I, you know, I just, I do that with the, with, with, you know, I, I, all these games I like to play, you know, like, but yeah, oblivion type of scene with mass effect travel, boom, done. Yeah. No, the, 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 the thing with, here's the thing with the, uh, with, with, uh, if they make, if they do a really good cinematic remake of Kotor and it sells 10 million plus copies, Disney are going to look at something like that and think, yeah. Couldn't we make a movie or an animated <laughs> show about well, this? series is coming, right? If, if 10 million people... Yeah, no, but a, a, an, either a movie or an animated show specifically doing the story of the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Specifically the story of the game. And if 10 million people are buying and playing the game, hopefully the bean counters at Disney look at that and go... That's 10 million people that are guaranteed to either watch the show or watch the movie. And if we put it on Disney Plus, then a lot more people are going to, you know, so if they can make it the story, if they keep the story the same, but make it just look, you know, Oscar, you know, Oscar nominated right. cinematography, uh, right. graphics. Like Keanu Reeves, with, like everybody wants. And, yeah. Yeah. With, with yeah. a remake for KOTOR coming out, does this mean that they will finally acknowledge the canon of Ren of Revan. Well, okay. So he's, here he's already canon. Well, I, yeah, I, well, technically it, he is, but like, so on Nev's I'm running with Nev playing devil's advocate. Cause the first thing that popped in my head when he said how they're going to make a series, there is a mention of Bane and you see, do you see Darth Bane in the, um, the clone wars, right? When Yoda goes and visits the temple. Do you remember right. He goes to the temple. Right. We get so, that, but we're- it made me really nervous because the Bane that they showed in that series was this weak, meager, old looking Darth Bane. And it was like in the books, Bane is more than two meters tall. He's built like a brick house. Like <laughs> he is, he is, Oh, he's worked in the mines his whole life as a slave. Like he is a bad dude. Like he's humongous. So I'm thinking like when I'm, that's what makes me nervous about what you're saying. Nev is like, they can screw this up and make it something that's not technically what OR and even KOTOR is right. Because, you know, KOTOR gets pretty dark in certain areas and, mm. you know, Disney with Star Wars, for some reason, doesn't want to show that's that that's with, with the whole movie, Sturm and I don't know if you heard us, but that's my biggest gripe with the movies is, you know, for, for Ray, the character, she doesn't go through enough, you know, to really we bring saw. you in. Yeah, well, I mean, they mentioned stuff, but you guys see it. You guys like the the books that they have that take place along the same timeline, which is Legacy of the Force. I think it's called. It's like eight, nine something books. It's the, it's got a Darth Cadius who's the kind of Kylo, and it's got the other girl who's kind of like Ray. And Luke's got a kid, and Luke marries the girl from uh, the Choices of One. What's her name? Mara uh, Jade. Mara Jade. Thank you. And they're married. They have a kid. 
you know, cousin torches of like not to do the whole storyline, but like it goes in that whole thing. If you just did it off of those books, dude, those shit, could you imagine what the movies were like? They just that, that's what Nev that's what Nev wants. <laughs> no, 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 oh, Nev, no, I, no, no. I, I, I wanted, I wanted the, I wanted the Yuzan Vong Chronicles before I wanted the Legacy of the Force. No, because uh, yeah, you're the comic guy, you're the book. So books to you. He's all Nev. Nev is all of you. Yeah. So the books I just mentioned are like book books, like and. I, I forgot you're the, you're thinking comics. No, no, that no. Neil Neil loves all the EU books. I do the comics, comics books, and graphic novels. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Which did you like the Kotor graphic novels? I felt some of them were okay and some of them were kind of lacking. I don't. Yeah, know they're not. They're not too bad. I would have preferred like a. Um, I would have preferred Bisley or maybe a Liam Sharp to do the penciling. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. What one of the thing that one the thing with comics and graphic novels is if if you get uh, i mean yes the, the two things are important regarding comics and graphic novels the story yeah. and the person who does the penciling the person who does oh the yeah artwork. oh dude like if the artwork doesn't grab you yep then the story can be great but if the artwork doesn't really really grab you yep. then you kind of like meh and exactly the same on the flip side if the story isn't great but the the drawing the penciling is absolutely incredible that too can you know so it, it, they both both need to marry pretty well and agree if more. one is out of sync with the other then you, you it's not that it's bad but you kind of look at it and go yeah that's all right it's not <laughs> that's, amazing that, that's what all right that's what got me to stop reading batman books is because they after nightfall and i was in the military time so they, I, you know I, I tried to keep up but like they changed it to some new artist and that was when the death of superman happened and superman had like long hair and they changed the graphic arts i like it more like with you, where you show the body structure more. I'm not, I'm not as much of a fan of the blocky type of kid structure. Like I, I like more of that. Like, you know, sh you're showing the muscles, you're showing the movements, yeah. you know, like everything's kind of more. Like, yeah. No, I mean, I'll give, I'll give you an example from star Wars tales, yeah. um, but from, you know, star Wars tales from 1999 to 2000 um, in volume one, um, there was a star Wars tale with Mara Jade. Yeah. The story in the comic was written by Timothy Zahn. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. But the, the, art, the, but the penciling, the, the artwork for the story wasn't amazing. Ah. Um, the story was good. It was just a, it was a, it was a very, it was a short story involving Mara Jade and, and she's, you know, the, the, the empire's gone, but she feels the need to go after like yeah. people that were traitors to the empire right. and she's yeah she's hunting she's hunting someone and she cuts a deal with uh crix Maydine in this story uh you know it's like you know let me go and i will deal with this guy that you're looking for yeah but in my way and yeah. you don't need to worry about it and you can keep all of the money that because he basically was an embezzler so yeah. mara jade basically executes this ex-imperial guy that embezzled loads and loads of money from the empire and then she she calls up Crick's Maydean and says oh you know I I've dealt with that little problem come to this location and you can have all of the money and then she yep. just disappears off into the ether because yep. that's what she that's that's kind of the thing that she did um, for a short period of time that's right. how thrawn that's thrawn sorry that's how she was written so she she, she was still get, getting some really good writing yeah. post the destruction of the Death Star and the death of Vader yeah. and Palpatine well, Zahn wrote, Zahn wrote 
that series too, right? Uh, he, he wrote the Thrawn series as well, did he not? Is that what Heir to the Empire? Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. He does all, he does all the Thrawn, Thrawn stuff. Yeah. Well, he's a great writer. So yeah, so that's I didn't even know. I'll, I'll have to look that one up. But like, yeah, that to have him write something and then have not don't have an artist to back it up. That sucks because he's a good writer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like the way I love the way he writes, like like the way he writes his book. And I just, you know, and, and that, yeah, you know, it just sucks that that happens, right? Like Star yeah, Wars. Good, good is, writing is important, but oh, it's yeah. also just as equally important that the visual is there as well. Yeah. Yep. Bef- yep. Before Absolutely. we run out of time, um, one of the things I did want to talk to you about as well, uh, both of our communities, um, unfortunately lost a very, very dear member of of our community uh, when Run DMV quit the game for the final time. <laughs> yeah. Um, how how does I mean, how did that hit you? How, you know, in it, both in the community and in the guild, I mean, what did what um, um, the guild has struggled since, you know, and, and like I said, the last couple of weeks is, is solely on me for all our guild members that we lost. Uh, we lost Darth Cascade and some people that, you know, I, I can't, you know, she was amazing for the guild and, and, you know, she didn't like a couple of things that I had done with booting people. We had a little issue with tickets, but, you know, like Ron Jr. He Jr. was just like, he started the guild podcast guild. And like, as a person, cause I met him a couple of times from where he's from when I was coaching. Yeah. I was up there and we hung out a little bit and he's just a great guy, like another huge hockey fan. Um, you know, and just as a, as a human being, you probably couldn't meet a better human. Like, like we still talk. He's gone. Discord gone too, right? Like he's, he's pretty much off. He's anything. pretty much off. Every he's once in a while, he'll pop like, on and just look yeah, around. Unless you have his text message, you're not getting a hold of him. Yeah. Like just what he, <laughs> like what he does for work, like his artistry. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen him draw, but he's an amazing artist, you know? And, and like, just like, he's just a good human being. Like, like, you know, we find plenty of things to talk about other than that, but you know, like he, he needed to dedicate his life, you know, to, to his family a little more and his kids and, and, you know, how are you going to disrespect somebody for like trying to better their life instead of playing a mobile game that's been around for 10 years. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. What? Yeah, it, 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 it hurt, man. Like I remember when he said, I begged him, I, I tried all my mental, like, man, wait, what, what can I get to get this dude to stay? Cause he's like the one dude I don't want to leave. Right. right. And it's just, yeah. So I don't know. It was, it was tough. Well, um, you know, you said the guild has struggled. I mean, what, where do you where do where does one go from here? Because you know, Run was in our guild as well in, in Yavin Four, um, yeah. and well, and what I've noticed is not to cut you off too much, yeah. but like just when like it's the game's been around for so long that there's so many established guilds that you know, like like we hit a hundred million and we were we were always playing with the hundred million, and once I hit like one ten. You know, I was like, oh, we're rolling. And, you know, there's some things going on in the background that, you know, we're trying to, there's always something going on in the background. But, you know, like I'm trying to pull all these guys I've known that I've played with that have been around since the inception of this game. And they're just like, they're so enamored with the guild thing. And they, I couldn't, I couldn't pull enough of them. So then it just kind of all started falling apart. And, you know, Cascade was another one. Like she, like once she left, which was recent, you know, um, that kind of hurt. And then we lost like maybe three or four. Or so, but you know, we're, there's a place called, um, uh, Sigma nation, which is a great, 
Did you end up in Sigma? We end up in Sigma Nation. They're 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 helping me out a little bit with some of the recruiting and whatnot. And like I said, it's it's just hard because some of these players want to be in bigger guilds than they're really ready for. And you know, when we hit 100 million, it was starting to pick up. And then you know, like like when and we're winning, we we haven't lost the t we haven't lost the territory war yet. Like we got some good stats, right? But uh, you know, we just—it's just hard, man. It's—it's—it's it's, it's just so hard to to have all these these these, these established guilds that kind of just you know they don't have to work for it, right? They can do whatever they want, and you know, I was part of that. And I just I want to do something cool for the podcast, and I thought maybe I could bring people together. But then the business of the game comes in, and you know, if you spend enough and you do enough in a game, you want to make sure that you get the best rewards, and yeah, you know. People don't want to take that risk. So we'll see. I mean, we, we're building again, I think, for back over 60 million now, but we couldn't do the last TW. We didn't have enough people. So, but you're trying. Yeah, it's just, we're trying. I'm, I don't ever give up. And, you know, I'm, I, I already told myself, like, I'm doing this. Like, whatever I just got to do, however slow this build is. We got another guy named Wrangler who's a, who's a, um, who's a YouTuber, you know. Yeah, we know. Do, do, I was going to yeah. say, Neil, do we know Wrangler? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we know. So he's, he's in the, he's in the guild. We just promote him to an officer. He's our TW guy now and great guy. I'm going to try to get him on our, my, you know, our, our podcast, but you know, he's a really cool guy. Always on the help. And I'm surprised he didn't leave. So if, if he ends up watching this, thanks for not leaving, buddy. <laughs> you know, uh, and you know, it's just, you got to find those two, three people like a, sa- uh, a savvy is another one that, that's helping out a lot. So it's like those guys so, are there. The reason yeah. I wanted to bring it up is I wanted to sh- I, I wanted to to kind of show an example that some you're not alone if you're having guild troubles. You know. Oh no. E- even even you know people that have amazing accounts and and are an amazing community like Good Morning Korriban are also having guild troubles. So. Right. Don't give up. That's what I want to say. Unless unless you are dead set that you're leaving the game, don't give up and right. give, give, you know, maybe a change of scenery is what you need. Right. And, and I, you know, and there's always people wanting to move. So, you know, it's just find those people who are willing to stay for the rebuild. And what we're good at, since we have the people who have been playing long enough, is we're good at helping you. Hey, don't waste your time on this guy get this guy right like i keep trying to tell my wife that she's two months she's been playing now yeah well and it's hard because you want your favorites and then you want what works so it's (laughs) you know it's like there's definitely ones that i wailed on dark side wise you know and that i just like speaking of which this new mall what's going on with that like are you guys a little bit perturbed at the fact that this dude's gonna be twice as hard to get and the fact that like i don't know i just just to touch on that like is that taking anyone else off well than me that that um that combined with the fact and unfortunately we're running out of time because i know you got to pick up your kids um but that combined with the fact that anything from here on out needs to be at the same level as mall for any conquest characters and conquest needs to uh, unless they make conquest easier and then that's just going to be a slap in the face to anybody that tried really hard for mall. Yeah. Well, my OR is ready. I have all my OR relict. <laughs> Even Vicious Mars is relict. At least relic four, I think. So I'm ready. I was. I don't know if you know this because we haven't talked since July or whatever. But like, I another reason I fell behind on some of these GLs is 
I, during the time that they dropped all the Mandos, which don't get me started on that because I have them relict as well, um, <laughs> waste of resources on that. But I relicked all my ORs because it was right around that April time frame. It was right around the time yeah. they dropped like Revan and Malik. And it's just been kind of statistically when they do that. And it's like, no, Mando's out. They're never going to do it. I'm like, that's what they did last time. That's what made Sturm quick. They, everybody wailed on Revan. It was one of the highest spending times in the whole game. And, you know, I wailed, uh, I wailed, I didn't wail, but I like, I, all my attention was to that because I was just expecting that to happen and it never happened. So I, I wasted a ton of resources on that. Yeah. I saying, so. All right. Neil, any, any final questions before no, I have that? That's where we'll get together. All right. Mikey, pimp your show. Tell people how to find you. Um, we are on all major podcasts from anywhere from Google, um, to Apple. We, uh, record through, uh, anchor. So if you want to use that, that's also a free app to use. We are now on YouTube. So you can check us out on YouTube. Uh, follow. it's always under good morning Corbin or good morning Corbin podcast. We're on discord. We got one of the best discords in the game. And we also have, a, we have our own guild. It's called GMK Lost Tribe. So if you're one of those people that needs to change, like Paul's talking about, just hit us up and, you know, we're willing to help you guys. And, you know, we're looking for good players that enjoy the game. So, all right. Thank you guys for having me again. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you so much, Mikey. Appreciate you, man. And uh, good night, Corban. We'll see you. Hopefully, it won't <laughs> be another, uh, you know, nine months would love to talk to you before then again but stick around coming up after the break and story time with uncle thad is lazy turtle we talk about leaving the game what he's doing and what might even bring him back right here on the escape podcast Hotbot and Hot Utils is one of the most common For tall grand ivory, hot utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, hot utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena Tracking Bot, after-show access... Inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash The Escape Pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. The Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. 
Hello there, Potawans, and welcome back to another episode of Storytime with Uncle Thad. Today is a special episode because today we are going on a space field trip. That's right, my friends. Today's Storytime takes us to the snowy plains of Hoth, where we are going to learn about the mighty Wampa and where his kit fits into the Star Wars canon. The Wampa kind of gets a bad rap. Most people only recognize the Wampa as this Yeti beast who tried to eat Luke Skywalker. But there's more to the Wampa than just a murderous eating machine. While, yes, the Wampa is one of Hoth's predominant predators, it didn't always used to be that way. There was a time when the Wampa was a civilized, near-sentient being. It typically only killed when it needed to feed, or when it wanted to use the hide of its prey as a throw rug or living room centerpiece. What most people never realized about the Wampa was that this noble creature was noble until the introduction of the Tauntaun to the ice planet. Before the invasion of these animals to Hoth, the Wampa was an industrious creature. It farmed Hoth's fertile fields, cultivated colonies of creativity and caring, and was even beginning to develop their very own aeronautical transport. During the rise of the High Republic, which we can all agree was a dark time for most people, pirates decided to use Hoth as a breeding ground to create counterfeit blue milk. Instead of using the traditional herd of Nerf, these pirates acquired their milk from the Tauntaun. Pirates and smugglers who were trying to go straight brought herd after herd of the Tauntaun to Hoth. Even though fresh Tauntaun milk is delicious to most sentient species, eating Tauntaun meat can cause other species to go into fits of murderous rage. And the Tauntaun meat is like the worst kind of meth for a Wampa. And what these ambitious pirates failed to understand about the Tauntaun milk is that it can only be harvested from animals during specific times of the year. During the remainder of the year, the Tauntaun herds multiplied like drunk bunnies listening to Marvin Gaye music. Sorry, space Marvin Gaye music. During the off-season, when pirates weren't milking their herd, Wampas were trying to prevent these animals from ruining their crops, pooping in their yards, and being a general nuisance to the gentle giants of Hoth. It only took one wampa to eat one tauntaun to change the creature's entire ecosystem. After the first bite, wampas were no longer content with farming. They needed the meat, and they needed a lot of it. It was this kind of wampa who originally attacked Luke Skywalker, not in an attempt to hurt the young human, far from it. The Wampa was driven mad by an insatiable hunger to consume more Tauntaun flesh. And now that you know the tragic story of the Wampa in the greater Star Wars canon, let's take a look at their kit and see how they're represented in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. The Wampa's basic ability is a representation of a Wampa at their healthiest before tasting of Tauntaun flesh. 
this generally gentle giant had, out of necessity, a need to be incredibly strong. And when these creatures were not operating under the influence of the meat, they grew stronger still. The icebreaker ability is one of the highlights of these animals' natural toughness and strength. The wampus spent most of its time in the ice caves and caverns. Their hide was so thick that it could withstand falling ice stalactites and falling ice stalagmites. This is also why wampa coats, belts, and boots sell for such high prices on the galactic black market. The furious foe ability highlights the sound that the wampa makes shortly after its first bite of a tauntaun, and while it gains a great deal of strength, the strength only lasts for a short while, like two rounds. The wampa's first unique ability is a bit of an odd one. Most unique abilities in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes are based on the character in question. This ability is actually based off the howls and screams of the intergalactic chapter of PETA, which is people for the ethical treatment of animals. This group has sent wave after wave of volunteers to Hoth to protect the Wampa. Now, in the past, only a small handful of volunteers were needed for an assignment like this, but these volunteers have a tendency to be eaten by the very animal they were sent to protect. Now, Cornered Beast, the Wampa's final unique ability, is kind of an obvious one. You never want to corner an animal, especially not one who's all hopped up on Tauntaun meth meat. That's just asking for trouble. Well, that's it for me this week. Stay tuned next week for more story time with Uncle Thad on the Escape Podcast for Kids. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways. All for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the Escape Podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod cast. Receiving incoming transmission. And welcome back to the Escape Podcast. Now, Neil, I picked up Mikey Blue Eyes, so I'm going to make you do the intro for the Lazy Turtle. Why don't you be He's the lazy. MC this time around? You know, you know I'm terrible at being an MC. Um, uh, lazy Turtle. 
former Tepsi uh, content creator guru and former um, chain gang member and former <laughs> GAC league player, but he still does, you know, he hasn't like, you haven't totally quit the game, have you? Um, it's more total than not. I have deleted the game off my phone, Yeah, but I will still do like streams for people with cam. Yeah, so yes exactly. No. That's what I mean. So, it's, so you've quit your game, yes. but you haven't quit the game. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still like helping my guild recruit because now I have, well, I don't have to play the game, so might as well. Hey, yeah, go. Yeah, because yeah, you've got, go play with you've got them. a couple guys playing your account, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. A couple yeah. people playing it. Um, so your and, guild still maintains the advantage of your account being in it, but other people yes. play it. Yes. And uh, it, it definitely what, was What are you weird. talking about? He still plays his account. Oh, yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm still playing, guys. Um, <laughs> wink, I definitely, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. <laughs> it definitely felt weird deleting the game off my phone. It had been there for like five years. And I was like, dude, it's been in the same spot on my phone the whole time. Is it on the whole? And so iPhone or Android? iPhone. iPhone. So is it like me? Mine's mine's on the home screen. Is it on the? Is yours actually in the always bar? No. So it wasn't that. Ah. Uh, but it was literally one spot up from that. So bo- like bottom right. All the app rows, bottom right corner, just not on the always bar. <laughs> I, I always kept mine on the, on the always bar. <laughs> So as close to it as I could get without being too addicted. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it felt weird deleting it. I even took a screen recording of me deleting it. And I was like, wow. Yeah, no, I saw it. I saw that. I saw that. I was like, that. that's a moment. Like you, I you posted have, it on the GACN yeah. server and everyone's like, oh, no. <laughs> All right. So here's the big question. Why? All right. So. It comes down to all the like requirements for Vader, all the requirements for executor. It's not like it was a task on me. Cause like I have a 7.9 mil account. So like it just takes more time of getting first in arenas and just more grinding and more grinding. But then I saw how many relic eights there were. And I was like, are you kidding me? And like, I know that relic eight is the next big thing. And it's like, for the power creep, it makes sense, but it's just like another extra task and another thing to wail on if I want to get things day one. And like I wailed on Bad Batch. I enjoyed wailing on Bad Batch. It was expensive as hell, but it was a very fun team for me to get to play with. And then maybe, they didn't come out with a fifth character. Maybe, maybe you can teach me how to use it in, uh, <laughs> use it in cam. <laughs> oh, I, I definitely can. Nice. It, okay. It, but it, anyway, it, go ahead. <laughs> but like I well on bad batch and it was great. I got them straight to relic seven and it took a lot of resources, took a lot of money. And I was like, all right, who's the fifth character going to be. And then they just didn't release anybody. And I was confused as to why. And the next thing I know, like, what a month and a half, two months later, they get Omega. And I was like, all right, I don't want to wail on her. And that was the first time I was like, 
all right, if I'm wailing on a team, I'm just going to wail anyways. But now I'm like, I don't want to wail on this character. They're not that like, they just didn't seem worth it to me. They didn't complete the team. Like you thought they would. Exactly. And I was like, all right, that's kind of a weird moment for me. And then next thing I know, I'm like just doing my normal grinds. And I was like, kind of struggling. I mean, I also have life stuff. I recently got a girlfriend and I, um, I've been trying to look for a job. I graduated back in May. Congrats. Um, Thank you. So like just all this added up and I'm like, am I having fun or am I just doing it? And then I kind of took a step back from leadership. I was still a leader in the game, but I was like, all right, guys, I need you guys to take like all the stuff that I do just for now. I'm going to see if I can like take a step back and still enjoy the game. And then I was realizing that I was doing so little. I almost couldn't get my tickets in every day. And then I stopped like, grinding up to first. And I was just like, what am I doing? A- am I playing or am I just like helping my guild at this point? And so that's why I decided to just call it. What was, what was the initial reaction? Um, did were, were there's so one would obviously see people that are like, no, please don't go. Or, but were there, was there anybody that was like, all right, I, I get it. And, you know, happy up, as Ray Rock likes to say. <laughs> yeah, so about everyone in my guild and communities has been like, I mean, no, don't go. But, like, almost everyone was happy for me, um, especially the ones that, like, know my real-life stuff going on. Um, they're all happy for me, and they're, like, sad to see you go. Uh, keep in touch kind of thing. And I'm... I mean, I'm still always on discord. I'm always around. You're still, you're still Uh, around. (laughs) So I'm definitely not like gone, gone, but as for my playing time, it's pretty much gone. It would take a serious retraction in the power creep for me to come back. Okay. So there is a way. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be like Vader is just the OP character and then nothing that comes out requires as much or is stronger kind of thing, but still counterable, but still counterable. And, and that was the other thing when they made all the nerfs to all the other non GLs, I was like, well, what's the point for people without GLs? There's a guy in my guild. Now we only just found this out, but he has zero GLs. He's a seven mil GP account with zero GLs. Oh, wow. We were like, what, how, but he was never an issue. He never like missed tickets. He always did all his stuff. He was always growing his account. He just didn't care about the galactic legends. And he still got like top 50 in arena. And we don't care about your arena average. And he got cam. He did everything else. I just was shocked to see that he had zero GLs. But like his account in TW is now worth so little if we see like three GL walls, four GL walls or more. Because it's a lot harder to kill them without GLs. Unless they put that Basti lead down. Exactly. (laughs) Which, by the way, uh, 
for for those who don't know behind the scenes, Lazy Turtle and I were always trying to get matched up. We always were encouraging each other. He was one of the first people there when I actually finally hit Kyber. <laughs> it was watching. It was a it. good moment. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I I do want to publicly thank you for all for you know for saving me. But uh, and you ended up. You know, offing yourself in a way. You know, that's how life goes. <laughs> a soul for a soul. Neil, what um, what, what you got for uh, for old lazy? So, obviously, you know, like you said, the the the, the work thing, the girlfriend thing. Um, you see yourself um, replacing Swagger with something that can be played um, more casually. Um, maybe the the new hunters uh, hunters game that's coming up. You, you find yourself because obviously you know that you, you've got into the habit of playing something on your phone yeah. for the last five years over and over and over again. And I, I get the stress and the intensity of Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes, but is there something else on the horizon? Maybe something a little bit, bit more basic um, uh, that that you'll play in the background. So. The answer, the short answer is yes. The long answer is I don't know which game yet. Um, Are you streaming I still? I haven't in a while. I'm going to get back to it, but not until I have a job. Uh, I mean, I currently work 40 hours a week, just not like a career. It's just a minimum wage it's job. A job. Yeah, it's, just it's, a job. it's just a job. It's not a career. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like it's, Anything that's not spent towards getting a job feels like wasting my time as much as that is weird to say. Cause like, I'm still enjoying life. I'm still like hanging out with friends. Sometimes it just feels like a waste of time if I'm not applying for more jobs and constantly searching. Um, but I've picked up. So Hearthstone has been one of those games. That's always been on my phone <laughs> for even longer than star Wars. And I'll just go play a match or two and then like not play it for a month, a year, whatever. And then I'll come back to it. I was playing a little bit right when I first deleted star Wars, but then I kind of just realized that I'm like re just getting addicted to my phone again. And I like, I don't know. It feels good to not be staring at my phone. So my screen time back in like the super intense, like, LSTB days was averaging about nine or 10 hours a day on my phone. And this past week I got down to three and a half hours on my phone wow. a day. And that's like a huge swing. And most of that time on my phone is while at work on my breaks. And I'm just like scrolling through TikTok or at nighttime on my phone, just like trying to fall asleep, just like garbage time kind of thing yeah and so i don't think i'd get under that time but it feels good to like not be staring at it <laughs> yeah is there any yeah. is there anything that you are looking forward to it you know in the world of games that that i really that might pull you in to become streamer full-time <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited for KOTOR to be remastered. Um, I hope that they 
Oh, also the new Star Wars Lego game looks super fun. Well, you you um, you know me. I've been playing. I've been on Vault Thirty Seven Studios. I'm playing all all the games back to back. You know. Oh yeah. After after I eat lunch, we're continuing the Clone Wars on Vault Thirty Seven Studios. So. So yeah. It, oh yes. A lot so I mean, it, it's a lot of games like that. Like, but I also just like playing casually with friends. Like last night, I was on Mudbum stream. He did a twenty five hour stream, and so. He's probably knocked out right now. <laughs> um, that ended at like 5 a.m. this morning Pacific time. Um, but yeah, so he was just playing a whole bunch of different games and I was on a stream just playing golf with friends or and so doing different things like that, I feel like would bring me back into streaming again. Um, but I definitely have to find the games that I enjoy and then streaming them. But even gaming in general, has been like reduced because of looking for jobs. So it's like all this coming down to finding a career. <laughs> totally, totally understand. Um, so, I mean, that, that was kind of in a way the, uh, what, what's coming up in the future for you when you do, um, is there any other questions? Cause we are, uh, we're coming up on the bottom of the hour. Do you have any other questions, Neil? No, no, we're good to go, mate. All right, so I have I've got one more question here. You you mentioned the reverse of the power creep, if you will. Yeah. Is there any character or any feature that instead of that would bring you back to the game to experience the fun of it? And why is it Hondo? <laughs> I. I really do love Hondo. He's a great character. He's super fun. Um, honestly, though, most of the my favorite characters are in the game. I really love Cad Bane. I might be one of the only ones, but I really love Cad Bane. No, I, my, um, mine's mine's Relic Seven. So nice. Um, I Han has always been one of my favorites. Um, and beyond that, just like a better Mace Windu would help, but. All of my favorite. Yeah, I thought are- I thought we got Lazy Turtle, not Rambam. <laughs> <laughs> Rambam will appreciate that for sure. But yeah, like I don't know. Most of my favorite characters are in the game already, and I think it'd be cool to see Hondo. I think it'd be cool to see the specific Kenobi that was in the Clone Wars show that was like doing the bounty hunter stuff. I think okay. he would be really cool in the game, but that's such a niche Kenobi that I doubt that would happen. Um, yeah, I really love bounty hunters, but most of them are in the game that are fun to use and fun to look at. So I really don't think there's any character that isn't already here. That would pull that would you back bring, in. Bring that would just bring me All back right. in. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so when you do get back to streaming, how do people find you? I am on Twitch and at the Lazy Turtle, and that's two E's at, for the because um, somebody already had Lazy Turtle and, and the Lazy Turtle. Yeah, and they also had the Lazy so you're Turtle, and I was the like Lazy Turtle. 
Exactly. <laughs> the laziest turtle. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm on Twitch and eventually I'll get back to streaming. But I don't think it'll be so go. All right. Well, when when you do, you know, when you do get back to it, do let us know. We'll we'll definitely get oh, the I word will. out. But thank you for for all your help um, with with everything when it comes to Cam, when it comes to uh, other other streamers. You have been a great support, and that's why we wanted to bring you on to say thank I you. Appreciate it uh, publicly. And thank you, Neil, for get it for uh, finally convincing him to come on. I appreciate it, Neil. <laughs> no worries, buddy. All right, guys, stick around. The last time you're going to see the latest episode of Hellion the New because next week is a new one. Um, and then Patreon's choice. If you are a Patreon, get your questions in. If you're not a Patreon but you have those channel points, you can hit the button. You know, use those channel points, and we will ans- answer any question. Unless it's totally wrong um, through your redemption of your channel points coming up on the bridge right after these messages right here on the escape pod cast. Hotbot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S dot com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Hot Ones. Be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena Tracking Bot, After Show Access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash The Escape Pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. And now time for something completely shameless. A few hours have passed since we last encountered our intrepid interlopers. Cartoon Hellenics and his droid companion N-Zero-Zero-B decided to take a short detour on their trip from the Outer Rim World Rune to the Ecumenopolis Coruscant, pit-stopping on the industrial planet Corellia. Corellia is the adoptive homeworld of the vile Salty Spartan and, coincidentally, the home of the galaxy's best space gyros, as voted by a bunch of Gamorrean food snobs on Insta-Hologram. We pick up our short story as the two fugitives walk back to their ship, which is incidentally parked in a yellow zone. 
Can we please hurry up? Meatbag. Relax, newbie. We're going. We're going. We can't keep stalling, Holomonix. My scans of the hollow net indicate that TC-14 has sent even more agents after us. Noob. Yes, Holomonix? I said relax, droid. What are you so worried about? I don't know, Holomonix. Maybe it was that bounty hunter we ran into back at the BZ Grill. As I just told you five minutes ago, if I'm scanning the hollow net, and if I know we are now listed as the galaxy's most wanted criminals, then other people will also know this and come after us in hopes of being paid some kind of massive reward. And like I told you, newbie, I could not fly past my homeworld without making a quick pit stop for some space grub. Everybody knows how he can't resist a good space gyro. You know, one with everything on it. With the onions, and the tomatoes, and the salt, and the pepper, and the oregano, and tons of tzatziki sauce. Ooh! And the space fries wrapped into the gyro itself. It's literally irresistible to all carbon-based life forms, who also happen to have taste buds. Hololemix. Yes, noob? Isn't it pronounced space- Dear Rose? Are you seriously trying to correct how I pronounce Greek words, noobie? You se stuck a la souvre. You do realize most of our audience doesn't speak Greek. Our audience is smart, noob. They'll get the gist of my insult. Our audience is indeed smart, and I... Hey! Wait a second. Why did you just insult me in Greek, Lennox? I'm always at my... at my... at my... at my... best. It's part of my programming. Relax, newbie. I'm just jabbing at you. You know what I said wasn't all that insulting. Sheesh. Spartan. Hey, hey, shaman, my man. Uh, we don't have time for this whole Linux. We can't make another pit stop. We simply must keep moving. Chill, newbie. The victorious Viking is my guy. I don't care who's after us. I'm stopping to say hello to my friend. What's up, you old space wizard? Following the will of the Force, as always. I felt a tremor in the aether, and it guided me here, where now I see you. The mystical realm predicted our encounter. Ooh, this sounds intriguing. Tell us more. Oh, jeez. At dawn, I was struck with a vision. In my vision, I was leading a ragtag group of warriors through the jungles of Felucia. One of them was a super hot blue-skinned twilight bull. Um, so anyway, we arrived at a clearing in the jungle, and there, in front of us, shone a brilliant beam of light. It was so bright, I was forced to turn my head and shield my eyes. I looked back at the party I was leading, and to my shock, the brave warriors were all gone. In their place was a battle-damaged, obviously scared, kind of pathetic, seemingly short-circuiting, teeny, little, PK series droid. Kneeling down as if suffering from mechanical failure, I sensed his sadness. I felt its pain. I returned my gaze to the beam of light, and as I did, it was extinguished. And in its place, I saw an ancient Jedi temple, now corrupted and in disrepair. And there, at its entryway, stood a lone, small, sad little mouse staring at me, as if I stole its cheese. And then what happened? I don't know. The vision ended. Oh. But now, I see you, Hellenics of you all. 
accompanied by that same droid here on Corellia. This is the droid I was looking for. Coincidence? No, Spartan. Providence. Well, you know what that means. I have a bad feeling about this. Stop being so pessimistic, droid. I think our duo should become a trio. What do you say, Shaman, my man? Wanna join our ragtag group of warriors? We could always use a wise old sage to lead us on our journey. We're headed to the capital on Coruscant. Linux? Ah, jeez, noob, what do you want? Don't you think it's a bad idea to have a guy who's wearing a helmet with Viking horns on it leading us to the galactic capital? I can't see any rational being having any objections with this idea, newbie. Besides, I said it during the last episode. I intend to piss everyone off over the course of the next few months. Now shut your trap and let's get on with the skit. Okay? Oh, oh, there, there he is. Oh, oh, time to attack him. Oh. Noob, we're under attack! Wait, why does everything suddenly look like a swaggle PvP battle? We've been attacked plenty times before, and... Not once! Has this type of overlay appeared? If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, newbie. Uh, I, I know, I know! Don't, Don't think, think about, about it. it! All right, boys, let's get this battle started. Okay, looks like this is going to be a turn-based system with each of us having a basic move, a special move, and a summoning move, I guess? But Swaga doesn't have any summoning moves, Hellenix. Stop overanalyzing the episode, newbie, and start reading these Rock Eyes kits. There may be something important hidden in there. Check their speeds versus ours. Who's going first? <laughs> I go first. Pebble throw one. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> I'm next. Pebble throw two. <laughs> hey! Do you guys mind? Sheesh. Are you injured, Spartan? Oh, no, I'm fine. Those, those two pebbles literally took like one hit point each off my health and protection. I'm fine, I'm fine, but... Ah, getting beamed in the head like that, that was, that was annoying as hell. Anyway, newbie, looks like you're up next. I will first read the descriptions for all my moves before attempting to use them. No time to read, noob. Just do a basic. All right, I guess. Here goes nothing. Stealth? That's your basic move? You run and hide. It figures. Whatever. All right, it's my turn. And... Shameless self-promotion. And you were complaining about my basic Linux? Well, your basic is literally just you... Saying your catchphrase... At least I actually did something. All you ever do is talk. Just talk? Why are you on a... Rest easy, comrades. I know all my moves. I actually put in the effort. Unlike a certain unnamed Laconian gamer. You see, I play all five of my daily squad arena battles. I participate in all my guilds, TWs. And I actually try during my GACs. On my basic, I throw... My hammer. Whoa! Cool! Is that real-life Mjolnir? No, young one. This is Maudlin. But yeah, it works pretty much the same as Thor's mallet. 
Oh, great. Now, why didn't that cause any damage? <laughs> Get good, losers. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> would you two morons just stop throwing tiny little pebbles at my dome? Well, folks, looks like we've run out of time for this episode of the poorly animated pseudo-cartoon, Heli and the Noob. Tune in next time to see if the lethargic Laconian can muster up an attack other than his basic. Let's face it, folks, saying shameless self-promotion has never really hurt anyone, not even their feelings. Will the Noob be able to come up with an idea better than going into stealth? Will the victorious Viking Shaman find a way to use his hammer that actually causes some damage? Find out if the Salty Spartan has in him what it takes to beat these two rock creatures. I know we're all on the edge of our seat, waiting to find out. Who am I kidding? I'm not. If you want the answer to these questions, and many more, make sure to stay tuned to the Escape Pod cast every Friday night. So you don't miss another episode of Helly and the Noob. The Escape Pod Cast The Bridge. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's uh, Patreon's choice time in our fourth and final segment of the show, Paul. Do we have a lot of questions? Uh, we don't have a lot of questions here. I'm sure some will come in as we uh, as we go along. But one question we did get was from Sephiranus. If you could design your own crumb-style puzzle, what kind of concepts and items would you see? I would spread it out amongst the community that um, once, you know, once somebody solves one area of the puzzle and they've noticed that it's been solved another content creator would go live with their little piece i would use streams of people solving the puzzle to be cut to to be you know okay guys it looks like Oper uh, operation metaverse has created um created this little has solved this little piece let's move on to the next piece which is oh look it's over on escape podcast or gambit has the next piece and they'll broadcast the next piece or post it in their discord server and then it would be interspersed throughout the throughout the community what about you i would make lots and lots of clues i would put i would put i would uh, i would hide a lot of the clues in in the extended universe books and comics <laughs> If I was doing a puzzle, people would have to know their their extended universe. They would have to know their extended universe, or they would have to have access to the extended universe in order to be able to, you know, um, figure out what they needed so, to do okay, in so, order to solve the puzzle. So get, uh, let's let me let me build on that. Would you be like? page 32 of heir to the empire um you know a character that that comes up on this is the 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 cipher for this piece or or what oh, no, no, no. There, would be no, there would be no there would be no hints on what book or what comic it is it would just be um it would be like dialogue and image if it was something from a comic book it would be um, a partial image 
of a, a window pane from a specific comic or graphic novel. Um, and if it was dialogue, it would be dialogue from a book, but I wouldn't say what book it was from. And there would be a missing part from everything. And if you put all, once you put all of the missing parts together, it would make something that made sense that you would use in order to solve the puzzle. But Bodhi says a word search that reveals we apologize for the inconvenience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that got me good. That got me good. So, um, that actually is all the questions we currently have. If anybody else has any, you're more than welcome to redeem channel points or to, uh, uh, if you're a Patreon to put them in the room while we're wait while we're waiting to see if anybody adds anything else, what do you have coming up in your content creation schedule, Neil? Um, I've got round three of uh, GAC. You gonna are you, are you gonna do that um, Sunday or are you gonna do that Monday after Monday like early afternoon? I, I don't know. It depends how I feel. It really, really does. Depend how I feel. I might do it. Um, um, I might do it this evening. I might do it Monday morning. I, I genuinely don't know. It, it, it depends what's going on in the house. It really, really does depend what's going on in the house. Um, and then we'll have the first week of season four for GA Center <coughs> um, at the beginning <coughs> at the beginning of next week. So uh, today I'll I will be today I will mostly be making stats templates for season four now that i've got a bunch of uh, icons so yeah because we've got a lot of new um a lot of new content creators to uh, cover uh in season four we got like 11 10 or 11 new content creators that we're covering in season four because of all of the uh, the retirements from uh, previous seasons so uh, yeah it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be so an interesting who, season um, did, i don't know if we've already announced them or not do you want to announce them while we have a have a moment right now i mean we can mention the names of the people that are uh, i can mention the names of the people that are in it that's not a problem yeah the, the uh the, them up the new members them up in front of me just recently if you guys haven't seen the episode of tactical advantage i was on the uh i was on a podcast last um, Saturday with Trevor Boy, um, Eldor, Trouble on Demand, and Ringer, who those are new people for this season, right? Yeah, so the, the list of new competitors. So for Div, we've got three new in Div 1. So we've got So Def, Sean and Wee, and Darth Pear in Division 1. In Division 2, we've got Bit Dynasty, uh, Army Hutchins, Ringer, Trouble on Demand. Uh, in Division 3, there are no new names in Division 3, just people that got promoted from Division 4. Uh, Division 4, um, the new name in Division 4 is Eldor. And uh, Division 5, 6, we've combined the division because the requirements for offense and defense are identical for Division 5 and 6. So we've just lumped them all in together into one division. And that is uh, the new names in that division are Trevor Boy, Big, Big Country Mags, and JJ Productions. So, yep. uh, yeah, a lot of new um, BCM coming new from names. the BCM coming from the Patreon leaderboard. Uh, as he's yeah. now a streamer and has been consistently. That was the big thing when we were looking for new people. You know, they had to be in a division we had under representation of, uh, but also that they were consistent in streaming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, 
Uh, definitely check that out. Scheduled Tuesday night, unless numbers are delayed for some yeah. ungoshly reason. Um, uh, it happens from time to time. But definitely looking at that. Sephirana says, what's one Lego Star Wars kit that you don't have that you would love to get your hands on? For me, I would love to have the Mos Eisley Cantina. That thing is amazing. <laughs> it, more than the Super Star, Star Destroyer, because the Super Star Destroyer, it doesn't look... Yes, it's got some cool stuff on the inside, but it's not really... On the outside, it doesn't look that good with the cantina it's you know it's the freaking cantina neil what about you is yeah. there is there a specific set that you would love no i'm not i'm just i'm not into lego i really really i'm just not that into lego i mean yeah. don't get me wrong I, you know it's nice to look at but yeah the it, it's it's way 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 too much of a, a financial sink um I, I could never ever ever justify um the expense ever it's just not something well, i i got so, yeah. i got my hands on a lego that i'm doing off stream but the uh nintendo entertainment system yeah yeah, yeah. you showed me yeah you showed me that one earlier on i mean i've got a boba fett a lego boba fett and a lego um darth vader but they're the lego figurine alarm clocks and 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 it's more that they're <clears throat> star wars figurines that are alarm clocks um rather than the fact that it's Lego. But, you know, they were in goodwill for two bucks a piece, so I wasn't going to say no. Yeah. I really wasn't going to say no Darth to those two things. One of our very, very good friends, Darth Rada, Darth Sion, 1972, <laughs> sends us a hello and hopes we're having a good day. Mm -hmm. So I wanted, yeah. to, wanted to make sure I um, mentioned him. It's been a while since we've talked to him. All right. For me, uh, tonight... Um, as soon as I'm done with lunch, Mrs. Anthony and I will be on uh, Vault 37 Studios playing Lego Clone Wars. We are, I think we're probably going to finish out the story missions tonight. That'll be nice. And then we'll go back and do free play. <clears throat> but we've had a lot of, a lot of success finding some of the characters in Red Bricks so far. Um, but... 100%ing is going to be a chore, Neil. That that game has things in very, very odd places. That's all mm -hmm. I can say about that. Um, but it is a uh, it's a lot of fun. And then um, I may be, you know, depending on work schedule, if I have time, I may pop in for a GAC or two right here on the Escape Podcast channel. It's always fun when, you know, I pop up and I get people in chat. You're not Nev. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we're going to effort. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get end all be all. It will be it'll be great. And remember, if a puzzle hits that week, um, Crumb said that he would come back on to talk about the puzzle itself. And. We all know that I want it to be Honda. <laughs> Any parting words, Neil? No, no, we're good to go, man. All right. Be nice to each other, damn it. Wait a minute. The buttons are over here, so you need to do yeah. something. Yeah. Um, uh, um, goodbye to everybody. And Paul, push the button. Don't mind if I do. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing.
Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship. Abandon ship. All personnel proceed to escape pods. Close down the circuit. Evacuate the city. This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog. 